What's up, guys? I'm Evan Rogers. Welcome back to Next Up. Today, we're joined by Daniel Strudy. What's up, dude? Hey, and up, uh, I'm excited to have you here. We're going to dive into why ego can ruin your creative process and with people that you work with and, you know, talking kind of humility and how that's really mm -hmm. important. Um, I think this is a great topic because I think it's really difficult sometimes to be stuck in between the like, I'm growing my career stage mm -hmm. and I'm really proud of what I do. And then yet still being like a force for, you know, ah, humility yeah, and yeah, doing yeah, your own yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to hear like your perspective on, on all of that stuff. It's uh it's honestly crazy because, um, when I, when I first got started, I used to think that like, that like your confidence in, in how you thought you were was the best thing that you could have going for you, like career wise. And then that would propel you to do anything that, that you could think of. But really in that process, that like takes you away from like like the the best creations possible, which is which is creations without the ego, which which only happen if you like if you like submit yourself to like whoever you're working with and mm -hmm. you just like kind of like you know get rid of that that conventional way that of what you think you are and just and just humble yourself to the craft and what the project is more so. Mm -hmm. And I think something as, you know, in the film space specifically but even just as a creative being, I think we like it's easy for us to like I was just saying like misconstrued like what uniqueness is and mm -hmm. uniqueness like what our why is and like what we bring uh -huh. to the craft becomes what could lead us to a big head right mm -hmm. and yeah, 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 yeah for yeah, me yeah. like I'm always thinking I'm like well I don't really like I know what I bring I know what I offer mm -hmm. but then again like somebody like Ray who we both know she's uh -huh. a great example of somebody who just humbles themselves and, and you too and they approach the craft like anybody else should approach the craft that it's an experience mm. and it's like a place to be like, what, what do you think about that kind of stuff? Um, honestly, we just, we just in America, we value the individual so much. So it's like, we all feel like we, I, 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 mm -hmm. I need this. I need this accol right. accolades, all this pat on my back. Yeah. But like, that's not really how the way like, like things should be or, or creating anything for that, for that matter. So just that, uh, that humility of like understanding that, if you're creating anything that that's something way larger than you, you're just a vehicle of what you're creating. Right. So like in that process, you should be able to like, to like really, really work with people and really like understand them, them more, you know, mm -hmm. like, um, like you, you talked about uniqueness. Like we always want, want to strive so hard to be viewed, uh, viewed as unique, but just our visions alone that, that we're doing this thing, that we're creating <laughs> something that is unique within itself. We don't need an extra spin on that. That is literally the most unique you could ever like think of, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like, it's like, I don't know if you've ever fell in this pit, but I used to be like creatively, I used to be like, oh, what's my signature? Yeah. Like, oh How do yeah. I sign off? Yeah. 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 I was like, I used to approach music videos like, oh yeah, let me just shoot everything. Uh, 24 millimeters. Like no matter <laughs> what, no other focal length. Like we're never using fifties. Yeah. Like I, I just like 24 and it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's just so dumb. But then yeah. come to find out the project needs a 50. It needs an 85 mm -hmm. uh, focal length. We need some more intimacy. So it's just like, it's like letting go of what you think, think will create your signature through the creative process. Every time that, that you redefine what, what you're doing, that's your creative voice. That's mm -hmm. your uniqueness. You refining your piece of work, mm -hmm. you know, like writing yeah. is rewriting, shooting, reshooting. Like mm -hmm. you just keep doing it, doing it, doing it over and over again. And in that process, that is your creative voice. Not just like, 
Oh yeah, I just like to use uh, this lens because da, 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 da. I should yeah. cook everything because I got budget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I totally, I'm totally with you. Like it's there is like a level of yeah, of course you got to find your uniqueness. You mentioned your signature, like you got to find what makes you streety, right? Like mm-hmm. what what you bring and why somebody's going to hire you. But at the same time, like by the same token, when you're looking at, at it like from a humbling standpoint, there's you know. There are probably thousands of other Evan Rogers that do what I do, mm-hmm. but the reality is, you know, you have your, pers- and everybody's built different. Like you just said, like mm-hmm. you have your unique perspective on the art or the craft and you have different collaborators than other people do at those moments in time. Like we uh-huh. shared a moment in time on set for a music video recently where it was a bunch of different creative minds all in one space. And that moment won't ever happen again. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, it was yeah, all yeah. of us there. We were mm-hmm. all collaborating, having opinions on something and it turned out great. But like, that's interesting too, right? Like y- you've mentioned even to me when we were talking to this before, like the people you surround yourself with, I think you need to speak mm-hmm. to that specifically. You as a DP, what are you looking for as far as like bringing the right people around you and, and oh, that kind of thing? Oh, I'm, I'm so big on that because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually like very sensitive so like um, dealing with people, like I need to deal with specific kinds of people, people that are self-aware, mm-hmm. all these sorts of things. Like I have like an internal checklist in my mind, and then if they fit those those th- those vehicles, then then they're they're allowed to be around. Because <laughs> having that having that space to to be egoless, like like you have to create that space for that to exist. Like yeah, one hundred percent. You can't you mm-hmm. can't just uh, be around people where it feels like a constant a constant fight aggravation like that the the workforce has to be positive in order for like positive creativity to flow Mm -hmm. and if you've seen like most of the stuff that we do with like with like early bird or or any any Mm -hmm. production company is is more so like facilitated in that Mm -hmm. that principality of like okay let's just let's try to make the most out of this situation let's have a good time yeah and working with you and working with people that are involved with early bird and different people like that i've I've felt that energy and I hope that in my own experience that when people come onto my sets or, or do stuff with me that I give off a similar vibe because to me, I just don't think like, like you're just saying, I, I really don't think that you bring an authentic side of yourself when you're thinking of all the things that you do great. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. When you show yeah. up and you're like, I feel personally, every time I walk on set, I really feel like wow, okay, there are a lot of great minds here. I'm definitely not the only one, you uh-huh. know? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And I Facts. feel like, wow, I don't, like, I'm fortunate to be in this space. And I think that's really important because I think, like you mentioned even earlier, that our generation, a lot of people in our age category, especially with this show that we're kind of talking to are, you know, not always the most fortunate, but a lot of people in America have grown up with great, great people around them and, you know, good Mm -hmm. lives and provided for, for the most part. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important to touch on that. Like when you're going into your career and especially if it's in film, like come with, you know, bring what you bring to the table, but don't like, don't overdo anything or try to try to, you know, shake Ray said something like, you know, shake hands, shaking hands with somebody and saying like, Hi, I'm hi, I'm a producer, and this is what yeah, I offer, and all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. fake. It's networking. Yeah. It's and networking is not fake. But, um, what what are kind of some of your thoughts like as you're approaching? You, I'm just kind of hitting more on the collaboration thread. Like when you approach a set and you're walking on for the first time, and you've brought your crew around you, or even you're with new crew. Like, what's your um, perspective going into the day? Like, what are you trying to do to make that set really collaborative? 
Well, um, I can, I can, I have to start off with myself. Mm -hmm. So that's, so that's me making sure that I'm in a headspace to where I can essentially be a whiteboard for everybody else, like a channel for max possibilities. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. That's what I think like a leader on set needs to do is like create the, the most amount of opportunities that can happen. And you know, the whole, the whole shoot to edit mentality. I think about that, like, like just in collaboration Mm -hmm. like like we just shoot to edit let's just get as many different ideas on the table and then we refine it that's Mm -hmm. that's all i'm trying to create so like like going on to set i i just start off with myself making sure that that as i said before i'm in that i'm in that headspace Mm -hmm. and then um the rest i'm really just focused on on objectives really Mm -hmm. and i hope that everybody around me realizes that that the objective of the of what we're trying to do in that day outweighs any like predetermined like anything, yeah, anything you know you yeah. know we just choose we just cho- choose the low of the moment like we do, we don't necessarily hold on to ideas we had in pre-production those don't exist anymore right now is the is the now is what we have to focus on mm-hmm. so i just i try to carry that that with um with me on every set mm-hmm. and if i got all my guys with me all my people with me i should say um uh, they're they're gonna carry that that mentality as well, mm-hmm. or else they they respectfully wouldn't be around me. Right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you surround yourself with the people that you work best with, and the people that respect your craft, and vice versa. Right, like mm-hmm. I think, I think what you're hitting on is really really important because you know when they hire Streety, they want you to be yourself, and you bring what you bring to the table, and the people around you really support you, and they're your support group. And I love what you say about. I think this is something I've touched on on previous episodes. Like there's no matter how much prep you do in pre-production, something mm. always changes. I mm-hmm. looked to a music video that we worked on together oh, yeah. that we had rough ideas that was thrown together pretty quick. Oh, yeah. But I'm so proud of the effort that we put in on set by just feeling it out. And maybe my next question is like, like how important is it to just be in the moment like you were saying a minute ago on set and just feeling out the experience? Like, Could you elaborate on that just a little bit more? Well, that that that's gonna get me to talk into some bigger stuff, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll work. We'll go there. But but really, I just I've been very focused on remaining present, trying to work on remaining present, and just be in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that really helps the the creative process so much. Like like you just brought up, because like like when you're in the moment, you realize you submit to the flow of things, the creative flow of things that is way stronger than any idea that you've ever thought of. Because any idea you've ever thought of, you were tapping into that same well. But now that well is telling you, yo, that that's not what it's supposed to be. <laughs> They're literally telling you, no, don't do this. And you're just like, ah, no, but last week I thought this. Like, no, that that is 100% your ego. Like, you got to let that go. Like, just... Yeah just just work like that is it just work just focus and and listen to whatever it is that's telling you to change that idea that you thought was great mm-hmm. and that in return makes makes people want to work with you as well because people like i hope that all my projects like like maybe my name always gets like the bigger the bigger part of it but i want everybody to feel like they had a part in it mm-hmm. and they they much so do because of that, that, that submission to like, to like, okay, we all work on this. We're all contributing to the same, to the same foundation. Mm-hmm, absolutely. 
I think something that really like just kind of looking back out at the initial like post question of, you know, ego and how it can destroy the creative process. I think what's very interesting is, you know, perception is really everything, mm-hmm. right? I think that's something we could probably talk about for at least a minute because when you think about it, everything you do is perception based when everybody around you is just watching what you do. Right. Mm -hmm. And for me personally, like that's something I think I learned a lot through being more on the corporate side of some film stuff recently and, and being a part of a startup and learning that whole vibe of like, you're actually presenting yourself to somebody every day. Even Uh if you're in the edit bay, Uh you're presenting yourself and you have to game game facing it. And even if stuff is going like crap, you gotta like, Mm -hmm. you know, be presentable. And Mm -hmm. what, what do you think, like what's your perspective on, on, you know, perceptions and like how every day, you know, like for you yourself, what are you thinking about Mm -hmm. when you're going on set and people are looking at you and, you know, doing your thing? Honestly, I feel like that, that is just, um, what, what comes with the burden of being human really. Mm -hmm. And like, and like the way we have, we have concentrated on like how we, we think of ourselves like through social media, whether it's that. So that's why a lot of these, these thoughts come out of like, oh, how are these people perceiving me? But like what I've been doing recently is I've been trying to like to like detach from that completely mm. because at the end of the day, I can't change someone's perception. I can only do my best to to create whatever mm. it is that that I'm channeling. Mm-hmm. And like you you know, I, I've submitted to the flow of things so much to where like like that's not even me. Like, 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 like when you see me on set, that's not me. That is a, a byproduct of me just listening to it. You know, you're playing your role. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we all, we all just, we all have roles, but we don't like hearing that because we have big egos and we're like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just like me detaching from like, from that like perception. Like I honestly on set, like I don't even have time to think about how people are perceiving me sometimes. It's crazy to even say that. But like, because you're doing something, but like, I, I know what you mean. Cause day to day, if you're walking around, you're probably thinking about it a little bit. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah but when yeah, you're yeah. doing a job. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Facts. Yeah, right. So like, no matter what, like the, the, the mental bandwidth is too unbearable for me to even worry about how people are perceiving me. <laughs> it's like, that <laughs> yeah. is probably the last thing on my mind, which is why I love filming as well. Because of that, that reason, like, like you just get so in it to where you aren't even thinking about these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's the best way to deal with things, but, mm-hmm. um, that's definitely helped me just like really like focusing on the work. Mm-hmm. And now that, that, that sharpens your skills work wise and you don't have to deal with this whole, like, ah, how do people perceive me? Mm-hmm. Natural humanistic stuff. <laughs> You're just like a, a, a Swiss army knife. Like, okay, we got to get this done. Here's this <laughs> tool for this job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And I think you, you mentioned, I mean, this going to get kitschy, but like, specifically on like the even just the tool side of like sharp you're every day on set when you're working or even just in post you're really a craftsman being molded by other craftsmen Mm -hmm. every day you're you know pieces of you are being shed away and experience is gained to help fill whatever this beautiful piece of who you are is becoming right iron iron sharpens iron absolutely i think what's crazy is like for me i look you know, I look at myself and in my craft and what I'm building and like what I offer. And I, I've tried to forecast it. Like 
years and years down the road and think like, what, what will I be proud that I did and took a backseat on where somebody helped me or helped shape me a little bit. We were talking about craftsmanship and like, when will I let like, or where did I let collaboration really grow me as a person? And like, I, I know without a without a shadow of a doubt that if I show up on a set and I'm acting arrogant or I'm acting at any point, I know I've really lost that mission of where I'm trying to go. So, mm-hmm. like, for you, I was just going to ask that same thing. Like, do, how do you, like, see yourself in 10 years growing? Like, how do you see the people that have contributed to your life growing you mm-hmm. during sets and, you know? Well, hopefully, hopefully 10 years from now, I'll just have even less ego and we'll just be working even more collaboration. We'll have we'll have more resources, a bigger well to pull from. Mm -hmm. And um, just I really listen to the people around me. And most of the people I work with are older than me. So my mama always taught me, listen to people that are older than you. Mm -hmm. So like like because I'm only 20. So I just always make sure to like to like listen to them. So it's just like little bro, big bro, mm-hmm. little sister, big sister type situation, you know, to where I'm just I'm just submitting to like to like them just knowing more than me because they've mm-hmm. they've literally roamed this earth longer than me. Yep. Therefore, I'll listen to them. So they will hopefully help help um, shift me into into making making more art, more reach, mm-hmm. bigger, bigger, impactful. Yeah. More impactful. Is more the word impactful. I should say. Yes. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think there's a level to like, we're talking even mentorship, like there's a level like of, you know, humility that will take you to new places, like by Mm -hmm. having somebody inform your path. There's been people in my life that have done that for me, especially in a creative light. I I was just sharing one that actually provided my opportunity to actually move out of LA and go to Santa Barbara for a spell with the startup. But the whole experience was because of indirectly having you know, a connection to this guy who eventually became my mentor. And then all this stuff happened. But that's the thing is you never like, you never think that. And Mm -hmm. I keep mentioning that on literally every episode is I think one thing that's really important for our age range to really focus on is tapping into those people that are, you know, like horizontal networking, the people Mm -hmm. that you didn't think you were going to meet, but you knew somebody and you kept putting yourself out there and then you somehow connect to somebody. That's how we met. It's mm-hmm. a, it's an amazing mm-hmm. thing. Like, what's your experience with that stuff? I mean, honestly, I never really, I I, I just rely on like my people skills to kind of to kind of network for me, and mm-hmm. I never really had to think about like like where like my network is bringing me or like what what type of like relationships it's happening. So much to the point to where like now it'll be crazy. Like I'll see a list of a, of a music video that somebody else did and I'll be like, damn, I know like half of these people. <laughs> it's not crazy. It's just, it's just like a weird feeling. Like, cause I never was thinking about making any of these connections. It's just been like, uh, just, just genuine interactions with people being humble, being, being on set, just listening. Cause it's a lot like, okay. So, so, so let's say like this, you trying to get to, you trying to get to somebody that you look up to, how can you be a service to them? You know, you're, you're thinking about how they can help you mm-hmm. in their, in, in your career trajectory, but how can you help them? It's the, that's plays into the ego thing. Mm-hmm. It's whether or not you're, you know, you could be authentically reaching out to somebody you look up to, like you said, like, mm-hmm. um, I think Ray in Ray's episode, she mentioned the same thing. Like she looks up to, you know, a bunch of different people and, you know, we were talking about like, but to send somebody a DM or to send them an email like you just said, what do you offer them? Because otherwise it's just like, you know, 
hey, I, I do, you know, I do this, that, and the other. You uh-huh. should use me for something. And that yeah. goes nowhere. Yeah. And I, 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 I used to, bit. I used to do that all the time. Just, mm-hmm. just hitting up people like every single day. Like, I'm guilty. Oh, yeah. you want to do this? You want to do that? You want to do this? You want to do that? But it's like at the end of the day, um, a service will get you in the right rooms mm-hmm. so much to where you, you've been doing a service for six months. Now you aren't looked at as the service man. You're looked at as the the person that 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 can get like the serious gig. Mm-hmm. So then you're just lining yourself up for that. And there's like a sense of boldness to doing that and putting yourself out there. So do your research so that you make sure that when you do an outreach like that, that you're ready for it. Because mm-hmm. a lot of like I'm the same way as you go getter where like I'll reach out to anybody. Mm-hmm. But now, like retrospectively looking back, I remember when I would do it wrong and just uh-huh. reach out with nothing. Yeah, so what, yeah, what yeah, are they yeah. going to come back with? No, no you know? basis, yeah. Mm-mm. And it, it does, like we were talking, perception is everything. To somebody who doesn't know you, it does look selfish. It does look mm-hmm. like you're just, you know, not that you're privileged, but just that, like, you didn't even think of, like, what you could bring me, like you just said, or, like, what I bring to you. Like, mm-hmm. I bring this huge network to you. Uh-huh. You know? what? Yeah, what yeah, why yeah, should yeah, I respond yeah. to your DM? <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. I, I think that's really important. It plays into what we're talking about. And, you know, like even when it comes down to the verbiage and the stuff that you use as, as you're doing your outreach and, you know, how much do you really know about someone and like, how can you tap into their mutual networks? Like, and how can you connect to somebody they know, or, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. And I just appreciate your perspective, I think on, on being, you know, humble through all of that stuff. Um, maybe just touch a little bit on where, you feel like ego goes really wrong. Like how it not to somebody specifically, but Mm -hmm. like sets that you've been on where it goes really wrong. Like what are some factors that you could do to like avoid letting Mm, that come through to to avoid? That's such a good question. Uh, I feel like, I feel like that that's a very long battle. Like you have to start, you have to create that, that space from the very beginning that like ego can exist and you do that or at least I do that by leading by example so I will communicate on a level of like ultimate transparency like so I will tell somebody if I'm working with them that oh I don't like this but I may be I may be thinking that I don't like this because I have bias as to how this I was thinking about this and just that little bit of extra communication makes everybody feel like like okay we're on the same page we all just mm-hmm. we all just think about what what's best for like for like the communal situation mm-hmm. and a career like a dp or somebody that's not on camera can often be like you know if you're filling a role that fits you know even let's be even more specific if you're like an assistant camera or a pa somebody that's a little bit lower down on on a chain for Mm -hmm. a gig it can feel like yeah i'm just walking in and and filling a role and you know Mm -hmm. i don't really know anybody doing anything but you start to realize that like once you it, it informs your future of like no, I am going to be open with my collaborators. I am going to share about me as a person because that's going to, like you're saying, it's going to affect me when we're on set hour 12 and we're trying to get something done and we're running against the clock and suddenly you make a decision and your counterparts, you don't have to explain it to them because yes, they know why yes, you're thinking exactly, that. Yes, exactly, exactly. And it even protects you to a point to where like, 
like I've even I've even had conversations with um I was directing and, and a DP that, that that I was working with for a short film. I told him like, okay, if it gets stressful, we gotta let ourselves know like mm-hmm. we are totally focused on work. Any type of like agitation you hear in my voice that isn't a projection of how I feel about you it is just all due to the stress of the situation and and the urgency of the situation. Mm-hmm. So we literally had that conversation before before we had to shoot this scene. And then we had to, we had to, we had a scene and then there was a situation in which I was kind of raising my voice, kind of being stern, Mm -hmm. but there was no actual real problem because we had already addressed that beforehand. So it's just like, I don't know, just like life in general, we just, for some reason, we don't think we, we try to, we want people to understand us based off the stuff that we don't even think is worth expressing. Think about that. Yeah, it's like it's almost brazen. It's like why why do we let ourselves? Yeah, yeah. it's the whole perception thing. Like, but why don't we share some of that stuff? Yeah, right? like yeah. like like we want to be understood so bad, but but we aren't expressing ourselves. <laughs> That's a concept. <laughs> think about like if you think about all of the misread texts or like all the miscommunication. Just because you thought it in your head doesn't mean that you communicated it out, uh-huh. like you're saying. Mm-hmm. So, like communication is now a big factor that we've suddenly introduced to this whole ego conversation, mm-hmm. and and you know being on the same page is a is a really important thing. And yes, your team, right? Like I think it can be difficult in this gig economy to jump from gig to gig with new set mm-hmm. a lot of times and, and new people. But that's what's kind of important, and what I want to touch on with you is like you have your, a crew that you run with a lot, yeah. And I know you do because I've met all yeah. of them, and they're great people. And like that is really important because you keep sharing those moments with them, and you get more and more efficient. Like, do you? How does that play out for you? Like when you're on set with all those it's, people, it's like you said that that iron sharpens iron, mm-hmm. and it's just like like we all know each other so well to where like we can understand each other's temperaments. Like I can I can look at Macaria. And be like, oh, she didn't like that take at all. And just like really understand <laughs> mm-hmm. her. And then we just we just able to collaborate more in that process of just like like you said, iron sharpens iron, you know. I love I love Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. I love I love liquid swords. Mm-hmm. So we call this the special technique of shadow boxing. <laughs> shadow you know boxing, saying? yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, yep. Yeah, and and that's I think you're hitting so hard on like playing into your strengths and and knowing you and what you offer and and building that support network around you of it's a humble crew through and through and everybody works so beautifully together because yeah you get each other you've had mm-hmm. those tough conversations and it doesn't seem like this is like i mean it seems I, I keep saying this throughout all the interviews but stuff like this seems cliche or like it's not even that important but then uh-huh. The more time you're spending and the more you're sharing about your life, the more that's influencing your efficiency and time. Like yeah. it's practical. Oh, yeah. It's not just all of that stuff. And, you know, I think that's really important. Play into your strengths hard and then find the pieces that help fit you into the mold that you're hoping to be with your projects. Like if you direct something, if it's directed by Streety, you're doing something and finding the crew and pieces that make that whole project fit. Yes. You know where you're vulnerable and where you don't have a piece. Mm-hmm. And that for me personally, I think that all the time, like even with something like this, I want to bring in my guys to help me do it right. And you know, do the whole thing, like whatever I'm doing. So anyway, just to recap it and kind of like, you know, land the plane here on, on this. Cause <laughs> we've been going for almost 30 minutes, but I hope that that is like really helpful for all of you guys watching. I think that's really good. Everything you brought up is really key. And I respect you a ton for, for all of that. And having that vision is so important. A lot of people don't think about it, Mm -hmm. you know, 
And so I want to give you a second to like plug your stuff and you know what you're doing. I just started my production company, Streety Cinema LLC. Um, look out for that website. That will be coming soon. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Streety Cinema. And um, I got my link tree in there, um, all my work. Check out um, CJ's uh, Rap Genius video for Whoopty. You know, the open mic, uh, that, that was a fun one to shoot. And check out Flo Millie's backpack on um, YouTube. Dude, that's awesome. I'm so happy you got those opportunities. That's really oh, yeah. cool. You're working for it, dude. Thank you guys for watching. Please sure to be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And join the community. That's a new aspect that we're starting to introduce. Discord server where you guys can connect and, and a lot of business and creative minds can come together. And especially during this isolating time that a lot of us have felt, it's a good way to kind of network and get out there when you can't really do any mixers or anything like that or be on set all the time. So be sure to check that out. And also check out our Patreon. We're doing a cool special where you basically pay a dollar a month, $12 a year to just support the channel and get a shout out at the end. We're just trying to build this community of great content and, and support everybody that's going through all this stuff with us. So thanks for being on. I really appreciate it. And, oh, thank um, you for having me. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you to Next Level supporter Ethan Welch for supporting us on Patreon. Be sure you do that. Lots of cool benefits that are associated with that, so you don't want to miss it. Thank you, Ethan Welch, Next Level supporter.